three, two, one. And we got Sylvia Jones in here today. And you are a teacher. Where do you teach at? I teach at the Alva School. At the Alva School. Okay, so she teaches at the Alva School. And um, before we even get into teaching and how you uh, started teaching, let's go, let's start with your background. Tell everybody who you are, you know. I've gotten to know you over the past year, you and your family pretty well. Um, me and Roy got to know you guys, and uh, you guys are an awesome family, very well put together. You guys actually came to the gym together as a family, which was awesome for me to see. And um, I'm just wondering, you know, uh, let's, let's take us back before we even get into all that, before you even had a family. Where, where, did, where did you grow up? Um, hola, I am originally from Mexico City, mm. uh, born and raised there. Um, I came here right after I met the love of my life. We have been married for, it's going to be 18 years. Mm. Um, in good. Mexico City, I went to school. I, I hold a business administration degree, um, which was what I studied first. Okay, so you grew up in Mexico City. You went to middle school, high school there, the whole nine yards? Uh, no, um, elementary and middle school, and then we went to high school here in the States. I studied in Utah for my high school time, and then eventually went back to Mexico and went to college over there. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And what college did you go to? Uh, my school's name is uh, Universidad Justo Sierra, so Justo Sierra University. Oh my goodness, that's a long <laughs> university name. So that's, that's where I studied. Uh, See, I, I thought mine was a long one. Mine's University of the Sciences in Philadelphia. That's not even close to that. I don't even know what you just said. <laughs> that's actually short for the actual original name of the school, but... It's short for the for name, of the, so it's a nickname for what it used to be. purposes, it's, uh, we'll just leave it at Justo Sierra University. <laughs> and that's where you met your husband? No. Um, later in life, I, as I was getting jobs and practicing what I had studied, uh, I ended up at the American Embassy in Mexico City. Oh. And um, while I was there, um, over the years, I that's when I met him. He was a Marine um, posted at the American Embassy in Mexico City, and that's how we met. And that's how this whole thing started. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh my goodness, what a story. So when you were growing up, going through, um, when you were younger, going through elementary school, middle school and stuff, did you play sports? Like what, what did you do for a hobby? Well, in high school, um, I played on the varsity team. I played basketball and I played volleyball. Uh, those sports have always been my passion. Um, I've always liked uh, soccer on the side, but it, I just never got the chance to play or practice it. Um, I just kind of liked it on the side, but I did actually play basketball and volleyball in high school. So that has been my greater passion. What, uh, what did you like better? What did you like more or what were you better at? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't think that I was extraordinary at either one of them. I just really, really liked uh, playing them. And I'm going to say probably basketball. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And did you play like point guard in basketball or what was your position? Do you remember? 
Um, I don't remember. I I remember being in the middle, so I I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> Probably center. I don't know. So when you when you were growing up um, through high school, did you always think that um, when you went to college that this is what you wanted to pursue, teaching? Oh no, never in a million years I thought this is what I was going to be. <laughs> what I was going to be doing, I thought that you know once I studied uh, business administration, which I very 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 much like. Uh, my forte is actually in the human resources division. I like, I'm very passionate about working with people, uh, training, uh, anything that has to do with uh, people interaction, I'm very passionate about. And I think that's why um, being an educator now, I just, I love the interaction with the children and making a difference. And when that, when you see that light bulb go off, in that aha moment, then you know you've done your job. You know you're making a difference. You know that you're headed somewhere. Oh my goodness, I can speak volumes there. That's 100% how I feel when I'm teaching. You know, like mm -hmm. um, when I when kids understand, you know, how to run correctly a little bit better. Or, you know, someone understands how to eat a little bit better, and that helps them. And that light bulb, like, oh, I just need to do this. That's it. Mm -hmm. You know, and you get that light bulb click and that turnover. So that's what like. When did you start realizing that that was your passion? Like, did you go through some things throughout high school or was it in college where you're like, oh, I kind of like doing this. Like what led you to know that that's what you liked? Um, well, I've always been involved in education somewhat. Um, that's actually how I paid for my college education in Mexico City. Oh, really? Um, I taught English of all things. Um, so <laughs> I taught, uh, it was from children, to any age range, because I had different jobs. I worked at a school, I worked at a and an English teaching school. So you teach all kinds of different levels. Right. Um, so my job was to teach them how to speak English. Wow. And because I had come from a high school in the States, my pronunciation and the level of English that I had was way above everyone else's. So I always had, you know, like the high level kids or the high level classes that needed to be pushed further if they were taking a test or just because of the experience and the back background that I had. And actually through doing that, I was able to pay for college. Wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's a lot more impressive than my story. I just played baseball and they said, hey, you're pretty good at this. So we're going <laughs> to give you some money. <laughs> I didn't help nobody out. <laughs> just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, edu education has actually opened up a lot of doors for me. And obviously, you know, the background that I was uh, bilingual and yeah, so it's, um, yeah, it, it's made quite a, quite a difference. Um, I, I went to a private university, so okay. yeah, so you have to, yeah, I have to gather some money for that. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, trust me. I know. I went to a private one too. <laughs> They're not cheap and they don't care if you're out of town, in town you know, uh, across the world, <laughs> same price <laughs> yes. for everybody. So yeah, I know how private schools go. They're not very, not very cheap at all. So that's pretty impressive that you paid for it by yourself. Yes. So that was, that made you debt free coming out of college. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. It, the way it works, uh, in, in, you know, in Mexico is very different than how it is here. Okay. Nobody would ever go on and get a loan. Like that is just not how how you do things. If you have sure. the money, you go to school. 
you have the money, then then you don't go to school or you find a job and find you find a way you to do, make it right? happen. It's wow. just it's um, it's very different, but it's probably not as uh, crazy expensive as it is here. Right, Even and that's though it's private education, the prices are different. Wow, mm -hmm. wow, yeah, and you're so right though. When it comes to, I, I think that's kind of like a mindset some Americans need to adapt because I feel like um, in, in American society, it's known that, oh, you just need to go to college no matter what. And I feel like going through college myself and getting a degree, I feel like it's more based off of what do you actually do with, want to do with your life and what do you want to do with your career? And is college something that's actually going to take you to that point? You know, are you going to be a doctor? Are you going to be a teacher? Like, are you going to do something or do you want, are you more into like arts and crafts and things like that? Don't get me wrong. You can get a major out of that. But at the same time, some people just have that talent naturally and don't really need that, yeah. you know, like can just paint and do well and do that. And they don't have to go out of their way to go to college, but then, and don't put themselves in debt. But then there's some people who, you know, hey, I want to be a doctor or something like that. I think obviously you need college to be anything at a high, like, you know, doctorate level or teaching level. Yeah, well, I, I actually disagree a little bit with that because uh, in my mindset, yes, you do have to go to school. You do have to have an education. That is just a non-negotiable um, <laughs> at our house. So, um, yeah, but I would assume that you're also kind of um, because I feel like you're a little bit different than most parents in the fact that you're already getting your uh, daughters to think about um, life after high school, mm -hmm. you know, and, and what they want to do. And do you like this or do you like that? And so by the time they get to college, they're actually going to have an avenue. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Whereas some kids who have no upbringing and, and no thought of what. Uh, about what they're going to do. Sometimes they go there for a couple of years and have no idea. And then they find themselves doing like some construction work or something like that. Whereas, you know, if you have no idea, I mean, you could even go maybe into the military and get college for free and not put yourself in debt. Like there's different things that you could do yeah. to go to school. But I'm just saying that's from a debt perspective, like kind of have an idea what you want to do before you go to school. So you don't put yourself in debt because mm -hmm. without knowing what kind of career path you're going to take. Yeah. Because coming out of high, coming out of college, like being like, all right, what do I do now? Like that's not, <laughs> not a good plan, you know. Like that's so, true. I do agree. I think everybody needs an education. Like you mm -hmm. have to have some sort of basis on what you're doing things with, right? Like yeah, so, you have to have those tools. Yeah, you have to. You have mm -hmm. to have some building blocks. And I think what school creates the most is discipline mm -hmm. towards our work. So like you have to be disciplined to study enough yes. to get that material down. You have to be disciplined enough to do that material work before you go out and have fun and things like that. So totally understand. I, I agree with you as in a life learning lesson and, and going somewhere in life and having the building blocks, education and, and, and a fool is definitely needed. Yeah, we all have a motto in our classroom where we have our name and our sign for what we're teaching. And mine is success is a choice. Mm. You, you've got to want it you have to really, really want that enable, you know, in order to be able to accomplish it. Yeah. You succeed if you want to succeed. That's so true though. Mm -hmm. That's so true though. Yeah. And I tell, I tell all my kids, I, and um, I've had a couple of teams recently, like younger athletes, like 10, 11, and um, it's hard to get them to pay attention in there sometimes, you know, like they'll like be in their own world or like doing whatever. And then I sit them down afterwards and I try to teach them like how you do anything is how you'll do everything. Mm -hmm. So like if you're slacking off here, as soon as you get into like a tough situation or you're a little bit tired in a game, you're going to be like, oh, you know, da, 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 da. You're going to be back to like jogging and messing around. You're not really going to be focused like 
Yeah, you, you have were. to really want right. support. Exactly. No, I 100% agree. So, so you got into teaching to get the light bulb experience to um, really help people and kids to understand how they learn, right? Mm -hmm. So um, how, how is that looking right now for you? You know, with everything going on, you know, we got the pandemic, we got this COVID stuff going on, like, and I know that they're asking, um, you know, we have multiple teachers, including yourself at the gym. Mm -hmm. um, how is that uh, going on in your life right now? Because I know they're asking teachers to do so many different things and do a lot more than what they should be doing instead of just teaching. <laughs> so, um, you know, maybe you can enlighten everybody to what's going on. Yeah, well, it's definitely hard. It's definitely a challenge uh, because not only do we just have our job at school, but, you know, I mean, we're moms, you know, we have to be everywhere. I mean, we have classes to take the children to, we're wives, I mean, we're, we're individuals as well. I mean, it's just, it's really hard to be able to juggle everything that we're supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, but you just push through and you make it happen uh, a little at a time and just do the best that you can. Right. Yeah, that's all, that's all you can do, right? So how many different things, like what does what your day look like now compared to how it used to look like when COVID wasn't around, like on a normal day you used to, what would a normal day be like before COVID? Well, I am actually very blessed and thankful because I am a face-to-face -face teacher. Awesome. And I know that um, a lot of my workmates, they're having to do Home Connect and face-to-face, -face, which is definitely very, very challenging because it's not the same thing when you physically have your babies in the classroom as the ones that are on the computer because you don't know what's happening at home. It's just, it's, it's a very uncontrolled environment and it's very challenging. Yeah. So for me, I can tell you, I am very blessed and happy with what I'm doing because I am face-to-face. Yeah. And even with the masks, um, you know, our babies know to, to keep it on. If they need a break, you take it off, you put it back on. Right. They're very good about not, you know, touching things. They're washing their hands constantly. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of our, our kids That's because awesome. something that we thought it was going to be really hard and challenging, uh, they understand, they get it, and they're doing the best they can. So um, I'm thankful that... I'm able to keep things almost uh, the same way they were before. A lot of the activities and a lot of the things were having to change because you cannot touch everything. You cannot, and, and that's hard because a lot of the teaching is a lot of the interaction part of what you're doing. Yeah. Um, because that's what gives you the best results. So having to do things, um, mostly individually it's it's challenging but at the same time it has been very doable yeah yeah and that's got to be a blessing to have most of your well all your kids in person because mm -hmm. i can only imagine like how hard it is i mean it's it's hard enough to keep them focused mm -hmm. when you're like hey Yes, you know. <laughs> you, have it right there. <laughs> you know, yeah, right. Look here, you know. Uh, but I can only imagine how hard it is for the teachers that have to do it virtually. Like, is, are they are those kids actually learning? Do you think, or is it like maybe they're learning a little bit? It's better than nothing, you know. Um. Well, I mean, it's uh, definitely better than nothing. They're not. There's no way they're learning the same as the ones right. that are physically there that you have right there that you can see what they're doing and how they're doing it. Yeah. 
Um, you can tell if they're focused, you can see what they're writing, how they're writing it, you can see them typing, you can see everything that ha that's happening, you know if, they are get if they're getting it or if they're not getting it. Right. Behind a screen, so many other factors are happening at the same time that it's very, very hard. So uh, definitely not. I mean, definitely not face the same, face right? is your best bet to get 100%. 100% best results. No doubt about it. And, mm -hmm. and you're right. Like, is the kid, you know, because anybody can jot down what they see, right? Sometimes monkey see, monkey do. But is there, are they actually applying what they're learning? Yeah, on your worksheets and things like that that you're giving them. It's so true. Like, how do you really see how they're leveling up or if they're not, you know, it's really hard to comprehend if you're not really seeing that work. Yeah. And, you know, on the screen, sometimes you're looking at the paper, but you're not seeing their faces. Right. That, that's also a, another factor. You can yep. see when they're getting it, when they're not getting it. You can see that light bulb go off. Uh, you can see there are ham moments. You, you can't see any of that. So face to face yeah is definitely definitely a blessing and i'm very thankful that that's what i have yeah i can only imagine i'm sure you are that is a huge blessing for you and able to teach kids you know your class the same way you would usually basically you know that's mm -hmm. awesome um it, how are you uh able to manage that you know you got a full-time job your husband does full-time mm -hmm. um and then both your girls play sports right and mm -hmm. they they just i know sylvie plays soccer mm -hmm. um is that all she plays yes and then sabrina uh same thing just soccer yeah yeah right so how do you guys you know manage that time schedule oh my goodness like I'm I'm trying to you know pick your brain get tips now because you know <laughs> newborn parent you know only nine months old right now so I got to get my tips in before she gets old enough to run all around the place well, it's I almost think there. Be fine because you guys are a team we you know my husband and I um, we're a team yeah. um, my my mom who's a blessing also you know she helps out and she does whatever it takes to keep things running smoothly. Sure. Uh, if there's any pick up or drop off and neither, you know, my husband and I, you know, if we can't get to it, then, you know, she'll jump right back in. So, I mean, we're a team. I'm so part awesome of a have very, very supportive. Um, we have a very supportive system. That's so. awesome. That's such a blessing because we, we have the same as well. Like we're searching for our first house, and, you know, on the way to doing that, we're staying with the entire family, which, you know, has its bumps and bruises, but at mm -hmm. the same time is a blessing in disguise as well, because, you know, when we want to have a date night or we want to do something and, mm -hmm. or if baby's sleeping and we got to go do something though, there's always someone to watch her or take mm -hmm. care of her. We're not able to be there at that point in time, which is not very often. <laughs> we're always holding her. Oh, I know how that is. Got to do it. You got to do it. So, um, so let's let's move on to uh, your daughters and them playing soccer. Uh, mm -hmm. That's the only hobby. That's what they do. Um, how how are they doing right now with it? Is it still going on? Is soccer season up and about for both of them? Or um, Sylvie, our oldest, uh, she is. It's right now uh, soccer high school season. So she's playing that, and then when that is over, then she goes back to her travel soccer team. And then for um, Sabrina, our youngest, she plays soccer and she does uh, recreational. So the season okay. is coming up again. So yeah, exciting. Uh -huh. That's exciting. Very exciting. It is. So so we uh, I re just briefly said that you know your family was at PPTC and you guys were working mm -hmm. out as a family um, when you guys had the time. And uh, we've seen um, both your daughters grow. Uh, you know, maybe we can go through the steps on how, what did you see 
when you first started coming here? Because it was just Sylvia at first, you know. When did you start seeing changes in her? And, and what were those changes? Was it just physical? Was it, you know, awareness on the field? You know, what, what, how did she grow as an athlete and as a person, you know, through this? Well, um, I think that what we saw was a combination of everything, just her, um, her strength at the very beginning. Like it, it was challenging for her to be able to keep up with all the exercise and then for a particular amount of time and just for her to be able to work so hard and just be able to push through no matter how she felt. Yeah. Um, even when you were watching her struggle and, you know, it was tough. It was hard because it was it's it's hardcore. Yeah. And so I just wanted her to be like, take a rest, just sit down. You, you don't have to do this. This is, you know, just too just much. <laughs> no um, much. And to be able, you know, for her to be like, you know, I'm going to push through, I'm going to do it. And for her to be getting better and better at it, like right now, she can finish any, any routine that you give her for yep. whichever amount of time without a problem. Yeah. Like, that is just phenomenal for me to see, which is, I can only do a quarter of what she can accomplish uh, with sure. a lot of, you know, with a lot of uh, struggles. <laughs> a lot of struggles, some uh, breaks. So it's uh, it's pretty phenomenal, and the way that she has improved on the field, and you know, she's getting faster and better, and yeah. more aware of how to do things in a more efficient way, which is something that she had never had to think about. And sure. for me to know, oh, this is how you, when you run, this is how you're supposed to start. This right. is how your body's supposed to go. Because usually you run and you you go. You don't think about your position or your start or your feet or your posture. What you're actually supposed to use, right? And that to me, just it just blew my mind because I was like, oh, oh, I've never had to stop and think about how the best it, way to do this right you can do it better faster and more efficient yep and isn't that funny because see <laughs> we we're talking about being teachers see because that's what i teach i teach mm -hmm. and that's what you teach though you teach the most <laughs> efficient way to learn something you're like hey guys this is how we do it this is the easiest way figure it out let's mm -hmm. go <laughs> you know so and that's that's my job for my athletes is to teach them how to get into the correct position at all times Always be ready at all times and to know what to do in every situation. If you're running straight, if you're changing directions, if you mm -hmm. got to make a full turn, a half a turn, all these different little things are important in yes. any sport, but yes. especially soccer because you're running all yeah, over the place. Absolutely. And all these things that it was like, oh, wow, you know, just mind blowing. You just <laughs> you don't stop and think yeah. how to do those things. And yep. I think that the best thing that could have ever happened to us was to come here that's awesome in all honesty it was just it's phenomenal that we found you well i appreciate that how did you guys as a as a family so we talked about sylvie as a family though did you guys feel like it was a, a fun time coming here together and then going home and discussing what was going on like how did that work for you guys as a family i think it was i think it was really really fun uh because you you're here doing the same thing you're trying to achieve the same goal and then at the same time to be able to mess with each other on what we're working on and just you know laugh and just keep going or whatever or make fun of you know the next trip or whatever it is what you're doing like it's just it's, it's a fun family time that's awesome and i'm just grateful for uh my workmate at school because he's the one that actually said sylvie needs to go here he is here's the yeah. information go see him yep. and i i will always be thankful for that yeah mike here was great coach mike yeah yep. <laughs> he's an awesome guy yeah i can't wait to see them again when all mm -hmm. this stuff dies down mm -hmm. yeah uh so um 
Yeah, and I we were talking about how Sylvie got through workout season. I remember when she first came here, um, every week there was at least one workout where she had to throw up. Oh, so every week, like, at least Bye. one workout. Yeah. So much. Goodbye. The girl, your girl's already white. <laughs> she turned whiter. <laughs> and would be like, <laughs> I'll be right back. Okay. I know that. Yeah. That girl's something else. But... And now look at her. And she now she just destroyed. And, and it's like, okay, even... what's next? Okay, what's next? Exactly. Okay, what's next? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's it's awesome to watch. It's fun. It's really fun to be a part of her growth and see how she's grown. And what was also really awesome was to watch how her confidence grew. Because I remember when you first came here, the thought was like, okay, maybe I could play recreation. Like, who knows? Mm-hmm. And then she went from recreation to like, okay, I could do that. But can I play competitive now? You know, and now she's on a competitive team, and it, I love see you love seeing light bulb. I love seeing that the whole complete change of mindset where, uh, you know, an athlete or somebody thought they couldn't lose weight and then they drop all this weight or mm-hmm. can't pick up weight and they pick up all this weight. She felt like she couldn't get faster or wasn't going to be stronger than these girls, and now not only is she competing with them, but she's also earning a starting position. Mm-hmm. You know, so seeing that shift mm-hmm. is just awesome to watch for me definitely just <laughs> changing that mindset and thinking if you think that you can you will be able to accomplish that and i think being here has helped her that tremendously i, to- I totally mm-hmm. agree i totally agree so in your little bit of time here um you guys were here for a few months together well, did you feel like that helped you in your workplace at all like, did it give you more energy? Were you more tired? Was it hard to be sore? Like, what was, was there any um, benefits or, you know, what's the co- pro- pros and cons of like well, having to do this big schedule and still go to the gym? <laughs> well, it's definitely not enjoyable to feel sore, but you know that you're headed towards great things. So it's definitely worth it. Right. Um, I felt more energetic and there were parts of my body that were bothering me just sitting in the car driving, which were not fun. <laughs> And coming here definitely helped with that because that pain, it just went away just yep. because I was working on it. Yep, working, learning how to stretch correctly, mm-hmm. all these different things that we don't think about when we're just going through it. We're just thinking about work and then, oh, I get to relax in the car, but then I'm not really relaxed because all this is hurting still. Yes, you know? Definitely. So <laughs> it's that, a problem. Yes, yes it definitely <laughs> made a difference. She's like, yes, that's, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so um, before we get out of here, I just wanted to ask you, uh, being a teacher, being a role model for all of these students, for your daughters, um, where where do you want to leave your mark? Like, if you were to say, like, in the future, like, hey, when you're looking back on things, like, uh, for your kids or for your students, like, where do you want to leave your mark? Like, where where do you want where do you want your legacy to be? Oh, that's a tough one because there's so many things that you you think about and that you want to accomplish. Um, oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think so that hard. just always give the best of me and and just try my very best, which is always what we tell our kids. Right. If your very best is a 60, but we know you gave it your all and that is your very best, then right. that's all we require. So just continuing to be that example to give your very best. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's going to be hard. You still have to give your best. Yep. Yeah, and that's the only way you're going to get anywhere mm-hmm. is if you're at your best at all times, right? And yeah. not really focus on what everybody else is doing. Just focus on what you can control, and that's your out- outcome, and that's what you 
do. Like, and, it's yeah, about effort. And we go back to the same thing. Success is a choice. Yes. How badly do you want it? How hard do you want to work on it? Uh, there are going to be sacrifices. Well, how much are you going to sacrifice? How much right. are you willing to work on it? So definitely I go back to the same thing. Success is a choice and it's hard work. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's hard work. And um, you look at anybody who's successful at any level, they have a story where they weren't able to get there and they had to get past this obstacle and then they had to get past this obstacle. And then it's always a learning experience and a hard work projection to get where they are now. And no matter who it is. And it's funny you say that because I, I have a passion for watching movies that are true stories. Ah, um, so especially if they're motivational. Like that is my passion. If, if you have it, I will be watching it. Sure. <laughs> so my girls are like, oh, whose story is this going to be? You know, there's there's a big message in all of them. There's always really motivational and something to learn from. And these are true people. It's not fictional. Yep. These are true things that happened and how hard they had to work on something to be able to where they are or to be able to be where they were. And yeah. and to us, it's just important that they, they're able to see that because you can do that too. Absolutely. And this is how hard they worked to get there. Absolutely. That, and that's such a big message to so many people because there's so many people that are, are coming off some accident that just defines the rest of their life for the next 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be that way. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's so true. But um, that's a great message. That's a great legacy to leave. I love I love the message you leave the people. So work hard, people. Okay, work hard, make sure every day that you're putting in your very best effort to give to people the talents that you were given right god-given talents that exactly. that a lot of people won't have mm -hmm. you know there's everybody's a little distinct at some point mm -hmm. and it's i i think it's our duty to find out what that is and then give it to the world yeah we all have a gift yeah we absolutely well thank you so much for taking thank part you. of the podcast sylvia and maybe next time we'll get the whole family involved on a podcast <laughs> in the future that'd be fun <laughs> well we'll see you thank next you. time guys <laughs>